Hello, Jamie. Thank you so much for being on the Simply Country podcast with us today. I'm so excited that you're here, and we would love to hear all about your story um, and have our listeners learn where to locate you on social media. Sure, of course. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Um, my name is Jamie Veramontes, and I am a farmer down in southwestern New Mexico. So we live kind of in the boot hill of the com- country. I'm like, I'm right at the corner between Mexico and Arizona. So I'm about an hour from each border on either side of us. Um, we run a diversified row crop farm. It's my husband's third generation farm. And uh, we grow a variety of crops. And so it's really nice that we're in the desert and that we can kind of grow just about anything. Um, And we regulate our own water through uh, drip irrigation systems. And so mostly on our farm right now, we are growing uh, green chili peppers, which is kind of the main staple here in our area of the country. Everyone, probably most people know it as hatch chili, but Um, Green chili peppers are pretty big in our area. And then we also grow onions, watermelons, pumpkins. We have a small pecan orchard. Um, We grow alfalfa hay, wheat hay. Sometimes we dabble in with some cotton and and a few other things. Um, We have some pinto beans as well. So um, my father, my grandfather-in-law started the farm, like I said, Um, My husband and I have been married for 10 years, so I've been a part of the operation for about almost 11 years now, um, helping them out. And so coming onto the farm was a little different for me. (laughs) I have a background understanding agriculture, but I never really actually lived on a farm. So um, that was definitely an adjustment, but a great one. I love it. We love being out here on the farm. We live on one of our farms, so we get to see the fields every day and it's just so beautiful um but my husband is working to take over the farm my father-in-law is still very much so involved in the operation so um we like I said then expanded into Red Mountain Produce which is our produce packing facility and so about six years ago we purchased a farm that had a pack house on it Um, And we decided to utilize that. There's a lot of onion pack houses around in our area, and we decided to expand it into a watermelon packing house. So um, we, this means that when we harvest our watermelons, we actually bring them directly into our pack house. We clean, pack, and ship them out to retailers across the nation. Um, And we do the same thing with our pumpkins. So it's really kind of neat because we get to see that process from planting all the way through um, to the retail stores and, and it's, I can't even tell you what it feels like to walk into a retail store and see our sticker on some watermelons. It's pretty, a pretty neat feeling. Um, so then on top of that, in the last couple of years, we've really been seeing the importance of, um, local grown and consumer awareness of where their food is coming from. So we actually just opened up a local farm store here in our area. And so we are selling all our produce locally now to to direct to consumer. And so we opened two weeks ago and that's called Homegrown Market and that's here in our area as well. So we kind of now have that vertical integration all the way from our farm literally to people's plates. So it's really very cool to see the process and be able to to see our product all the way through. It's really rewarding. 
Um, so we're really busy with all of that, obviously. Um, this is kind of the slow season, but we're getting into things. And, and it's, I think it worked out good. We were plan- anticipating on opening our store last June, but with delays in, you know, this time of the year, the, this time of the season, I guess it's been for everyone with the pandemic. And um, it, we were short on supplies. It just took a lot longer than we anticipated getting construction supplies in and subcontractors in and everything and so it actually was a blessing in disguise because it's a lot to um, open the store and so it took us it it, now that it's our slow season it's been nice to be able to slowly open versus we would have just jumped right in with all our produce yeah that makes a lot of sense yes I feel you on the construction side of things is that's a lot of back end of work and requiring a lot of um, moving pieces in order to have a whole finished product and that's sometimes it's a lot bigger project than you anticipate it being so everything is exactly and that I think it just is working out for you guys in the long run so that's great Wow, I love the way that you have stated that it's definitely a vertical alignment for you and being able to see that you are have a you have your fingers in a lot of different avenues because you can see it from the start and then you're just so knowledgeable now that you can can bring it into the consumer in that so do you work a lot how did you decide that you noticed that the consumer needed an avenue to um, access the homegrown things like what what kind of need within your community were you seeing um Well, there were several different things. I will say I didn't introduce my social media page, but I did open our social media page um, a few years ago, and it's called Red Mountain Produce. So you can find me on Instagram at Red Mountain Produce, all one word. Um, And I started sharing on there. It was really funny. I opened up that account because we needed some seasonal labor within the facility. And I thought, oh, this would be a great way to try and bring some people in to start applying. Well, then, you know, the fields looked really pretty. So I took a picture and was like, this is our watermelon field. And I just started sharing more and more. And I had people from within the community, like when I would see them in town, they're like, oh, I love when you post about what what's going on on your farm. And I'm learning so much. And so it just kind of expanded from there. And I started sharing more so about the actual growing process. And then I had people reaching out to me saying, how can I buy it? And I was like, well, it's not really that simple because, you know, we ship everything by the truckload or by the ton. Um, and it's not as simple as just here's a sack of green chili. And um, then we had a local store. Um, and a few years ago, the owner actually passed away um, tragically. And so they had to close that that store down. And so then we're in our area and there's absolutely nowhere. Like I said, green chili is a big thing in our area. And people would be calling um, our produce shed looking for green chili. And I'm like, well, we grow it, but we don't sell it directly to people. And so I was sending them away from our town and our community to purchase products that we actually grew. And we're like, there's something wrong here. We need to fix this. So um, we started talking around to our community and asking like if they'd be interested and um even with our we were located south of town so we were worried about our location so we did a lot of marketing research just trying to make sure that a where we were at would be feasible would would work out and that we would attract people and everyone said yeah we'd, we'd love to have that again in our community so 
Um, we did kind of, since we had already started working on the building process and we had grown crops for the the shed, for the um, produce store, we actually sold out of our shed last year. And it was amazing just with what little, we hardly marketed it because we knew we didn't have the capacity to hold customers really. But with what little we did, we had people coming out all the time. So it was really neat to see. Wow, that is exciting. Well, and that's a huge success. Congratulations. Um, so thank you, you. So you have the wholesale type um, for your pumpkins and your watermelons that you say you you ship them out in truckloads. That, that just is so mind blowing. I think it's so cool. And then you now have your um, kind of in smaller quantities for people who are using it on more on an everyday basis. So you have a lot of different types of crops and your family is all really in, intertwined in all of this. What is your favorite part about um, the growing operations? I think my favorite part is just seeing the potential. You know, you plant and the, the ground is brown and it, you know, it doesn't look like anything out there. And then pretty soon you start seeing these plants growing and, and my kids, they love to go out into the field and um, I think that and, and the consumer education part of it, I love to be able to teach about what we're doing on our farm. Um, and, and now that we're getting to interact more with customers, I really like that part of it too. That's great. And so are you going to be the person that also runs like the storefront that you've just opened or is this, um, or do you have employees that will be able to help out? Yeah, we have employees as well. Um, we actually had a lot of support from our county and our city, which was really great. They were able to help us with some capital outlay funding. And so through that, we we promised that we would um, develop enough jobs to kind of help with, with that funding. And so it helps our local economy out and helps with jobs. So we, have, we will have employees within the facility as well as more employees on our farm because we'll be growing um, more specialty crops. Wow, there you go. And that's really cool too that you're able to find different avenues for um, support in order to bring this store to life. So that's really smart that you guys were able to do that. What kind of advice? Yeah, it was really great because it, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, go for it. It really is a struggling time for farmers. And so um, the fact that we have that support from our community was really big for us uh, just because we knew we wouldn't be able to do it on our own right now with with the um, we're so short on labor in our areas we're so short in different areas that it, we've really struggled on the farming front and so to have that support I think that'll really help with the success of this yes I, I hear you on that um, so this is week two that you guys are, are now open in your storefront. So what are some of the lessons that you've, you've learned along the way? Because I think a lot of people do want to be a part of like a, um, a farmer's market or be able to have their own, um, um, like a produce shed outside their house or on the corner of their local facility. So what kind of advice do you have being so fresh and so new that you can add to someone else's knowledge? Yeah, of course. Um, my first and foremost piece of advice would be to be patient and make sure you do it the right way and just follow all the steps. Um, when we jumped in, we were we purchased the, the metal building and we're like, okay, well, we're just going to put it up. Well, then someone was like, are you sure you want to do that? You, you know, you should probably make sure that that's in with all the permitting and that you're 
doing it the right way because you might not be able to get like insurance. And there's a lot of protocols um, that make sure, so we had to make sure that we we're building it up to code, which ended up taking a lot longer, but in the long run, we're really glad that we did that. Um, and just familiarizing yourself with the different uh, regulations that because it's from state to state as far as a lot of regulations so make sure especially if you're selling fresh or any type of uh, processed goods that you know exactly what permits you need um, anything like that if you need certifications we have to have all of our employees take certain classes to make sure that they're um, they have their food handlers licenses and different things like that so um, that's all something really important to look into before you jump into it because it's a lengthy process and sometimes it's also costs, you know, it's costs quite a bit of money. Yes, that makes sense. And how would you decide um, that has been some good information for how to market um, to be able to, you know, it's a, it's a lot different than just using some hashtags on social media because marketing on social media is a lot different than being in person. Do you have any advice for people that way? Yeah, it really is. You know, the biggest thing I think is word of mouth. And so making sure that any interaction that you're having with customers, with people in your community, that all reflects on your business ultimately. And so for us, uh, that has been something that's great is that even when we weren't directly marketing to customers, we were always really... Uh, willing and able to help out the best we could. And I think that that's reflective now as they're seeing us open up that they're wanting to come in and support us now. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. I noticed that on your social media page, you've also been sharing um, like recipes, different ways that you can utilize the produce that you're growing. And so like you were saying, that um, education part of things uh, so that people can know how to save their beans, how to utilize their beans. Maybe they're making a chili. Can you tell us um, some more information about how you got started with that or some advice, uh, kind of what your favorite part is on those? Sure, of course. I will be completely honest. I hate cooking. So <laughs> a lot of my recipes are what's the easiest way to prepare this. And uh, my biggest thing is like meal preparedness. Do it because I want to be as quick as I can in the kitchen. Whereas my husband, he's a great cook and he loves looking up new recipes and trying those out. So I keep telling him we need to make some videos and start incorporating those in because mine are like the quick and easy go-to meals and his are the more elaborate like you can make this taste so good by adding all these flavors to it type of recipes um but really it's honestly just all people reaching out to me on social media and being like what is that how do I prepare it and I'm like oh okay I guess I could show you <laughs> like what I do with it so um when you live in such a rural area where everyone is used to the same type of food you don't realize until you're out on social media that people don't eat the same type of things and so as simple as a burrito that's smothered in red chili sauce they're like how do you do that and I'm like oh we eat this like three times a week because it's really easy let me show you how you know yes <laughs> that's funny hey, yeah because you're like you said you just different parts of the country like you're talking about how popular the green chili is for you and that's not something that is a a, a, a common food that we have in Oklahoma <laughs> or at least right, it's not something exactly. we purchase yeah it's funny because too I've met so many different farm wives and 
some of the girls that I've met on Instagram, we've become really good friends. Like we have a group text where we talk almost every day. And so we share, uh, we'll share recipes with each other back and forth on those. And I'm like, wait, what is that that you eat all the time? And they're like, well, your food does not sound anything like what we cook either. So it's really neat to, to learn from each other like that as well. Yes, that makes sense. That's really great. So um, will you tell us what kind of um, advice you might have that maybe I haven't asked you that you think would be some knowledgeable information that you would like to share with our audience about your journey along yeah, the way? of course. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a, always a learning journey. Like for me, I am definitely not in the place that I thought I would be when 10 years ago. Um, and I actually even just started an off the farm job. I'm working for a farm management software company to try and supplement our personal income as well. And it's just, you've got to go for it. No matter what opportunities, just grab at them when you have them, don't be afraid because even if you fail at them, you just take that as a learning experience and go with it. And so, um, for me, I just try to keep moving forward no matter what life throws at me and just keep that positive and uplifting and encouraging attitude with each other. And I, you have a great attitude. Um, when you're sharing online social media, you share a lot of different avenues about um, you, you give a little bit of quotes that are portrayable for other people to, and some of your your personal life is on there and then the farming. So you have well-rounded experience. So you're able to be relatable to a lot of people. So nice job. <laughs> well, thank you. That's really great to hear. That's always my biggest goal is I want people to, to see our real life without it being too intrusive. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> I, with, without uh, getting too much into our private lives. But I think that what people need to see is that we are all farmers and, and we're all real people too. We experience the same struggles. We experience the same discouragement, um, just maybe at different levels and, and how we work through that and how we, we see hope in the most unhopeful of circumstances, basically. Yeah, exactly. And you've, you've done a great job on, you know, sharing that because you've said just how the building part of things, you know, it, it wasn't exactly how you had, per, had foreseen it going, being that you were hoping to be opening in June, which probably would have been really great for um, your harvesting season and then being able to give that to the community. And it just didn't work out until much later, but there's a reason for everything. And so now you guys are on a new track. And so you definitely the building, the farming, um, delays, ups and downs. So it's important that everybody kind of sees that on social media, especially that it's not always, you know, rainbows and butterflies that exactly. it has to ebb and flow. <laughs> yeah. Not every plant looks so beautiful in the field, but you want to take a picture of it. Um, there were definitely days, especially this season, that we were just like, why are we doing this? And then you you just keep working towards it, and soon you get that good news that you're like, okay, this is why we are doing what we're doing. Yeah, that's important to know. I think um, you have a great avenue of understanding because you've seen it in so many different generations, and so it's nice that you guys are have some – um, information along with you as your husband's father, right? Works um, still yes. hand in hand. So you guys are still able to learn a lot. So that's great. 
Well, is there any other questions that I maybe didn't ask you that you would like to share, um, touch on? Is there any part of your business that you would like to plug so that your audience is able to know a little bit more about you? Um, I don't think so. Like you said, you can find me on social media. I'm on there a lot at Red Mountain Produce. Uh, our little farm store is actually at homegrownproduce.nm, and you can find us um, through Instagram as well as online. So we do 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 some online sales where we'll ship our pecans or some of our dry goods as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you've really understood how to do the whole packaging thing, the shipping thing. I mean, you have your fingers in a lot of different avenues. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like too many different avenues. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, my husband and I always talk about that, that um, it feels like more recently you have to almost have your fingers in a lot of different baskets in order to make everything work because, you know, you might have a, a slow season in one avenue and you really have to heavily rely on a different different produce or a different avenue of source of income just to be able to make ends meet. Exactly. Yeah. Diversification is key for sure. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. Well, Jamie, that's all I have for you today. And so I really appreciate your time with us. And this was such an important information about produce and your avenue of, and I just hope that you guys get a lot of sales and best of luck to you on your opening and take a deep breath every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me today. And, and this was awesome conversation. And I'm uh, looking forward to getting to more, a little more about Oklahoma from your uh, social media as well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>